You know, boys, there's nothing better than getting up early and having a coffee. That smell of daily goodness just gets me going. And now, with Grounded Drops, your coffee needs are complete. With coffee bags, coffee beans, and cold brew drip bags, Grounded Drops has everything covered. Follow Grounded Drops on Facebook and Instagram or go to grounddrops.com and use the code RUCK15 for 15% off. Grounded Drops, stirring life into your next cup. This is the Ruck Infringement Podcast with Joey Alchin. Legends, welcome back to another episode of the Ruck Infringement Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joey. And this week, we have a small ensemble, but quite a great cast. Let's start them off with Reese. Reese Laidlaw, how are you, mate? Good, thanks, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, buddy. It's great to see you in your swan scarf there. Uh, you would have been happy with their win on the weekend? Oh, yeah, cracking cracking victory. We'll get to that later. We will. Uh, Craig is with us. Craig, welcome back. Joey, thank you, mate. I feel like I've just seen you after we do our second pot of the week now on a Sunday. So <laughs> yeah, not, I know, yeah. Not many hours in between drinks there. And joining us for a special collab tonight, Dale from the Tiger Shark podcast. Dale, welcome. Hey, g'day, mate. Thanks for having us, boys. Um, Can't wait to get started. It's a privilege to be here. Yeah, mate. It is a privilege to have you on. We appreciate it very much. All right, quick merch update. Don't forget, you can go to rugbyleaguemerch.com. Type in the Ruck Infringement Podcast where you can find hoodies like what I'm repping tonight, shirts, stubby holders, mugs, beanies, and hats. And 10% of all proceeds go to the Family of League Foundation. That's rugbyleaguemerch.com. Type in the Ruck Infringement Podcast. All right, boys, let's jump into what we came here for. Rugby League Round 24 Review. Boys, how are we through 24 rounds of Rugby League already? I'm getting a bit sad. Footy is almost over for the year. Uh, enter cricket season, though, which is great. But let's jump into it. Thursday night, we go all the way back. Manly against the Panthers. Four Pines Park there, Thursday night, 10th of August. Boys, this was one that, uh, to me, the Panthers should have probably put like 30 or 40 on them. Uh, I thought Manly did well to be level at half time. Reese, did you get to see any of this game, mate? Yeah, I saw glimpses of this game, man. I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the, the, the Sea Eagles had plenty of opportunities, but just did not, they just didn't capitalize on a single one of them. It, it yeah. just seemed it seemed like the Panthers were struggling to begin with. Ultimately, they, they got it done in the end. I, I don't think it's a convincing win, personally. Um, it just it just feels like more of a missed opportunity for the Sea Eagles than anything. Uh, Dale, that kick from Joshy Schuster to start the game. What was he thinking? Should have just given it to uh, Brad Parker early or taken the tackle, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's like. Like um, Reese said, so so many missed opportunities that the Sea Eagles had. Um, mm. first twenty minutes, you know, um, keeping up there with Penrith, they, they even led by six at one point. And then there was that that kick on the fifth and last from Penrith, delivered it straight back with another kick that led to the to a try. Yeah. and it was just even the defense on that play was so lazy. I think they were more concerned about yelling for obstruction instead of actually contending to form any sort of defense. You just 
got lazy with it and it showed on the day. Penrith, they should have really, Penrith should have smashed them, but yeah, they just mainly kept, mainly were there for the 10 minutes and then they just got lazy. And then Penrith, that's the team you can't do it against. Penrith exactly. Panthers on the day, you can't exactly. get lazy. Exactly, mate. You're exactly right. And uh, Panthers, I wouldn't say clinical, but doing enough to get the job done. Craig, Manly, season over. Uh, they'll be thinking about Bali now, but is it danger signs for other teams heading into this back end of the season now that Manly have nothing to lose? Um, you mean teams that they're playing? Or yeah, teams they're... they'll come up against. Well, yeah, I, I think Manly will just check out, to be honest. Yeah. I think that um, I, I'll be surprised if they – I'm not sure who they've got over the last three weeks, but I think they're, they're going to hit holiday mood. Uh, which is, you know, but then again, look at the team like the West Tigers the last two weeks have really given their all. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, but <laughs> getting better as the season comes to an end. But... Peaking at the right um, time, mate. Virtual, uh, <laughs> virtual cuddles, virtual cuddles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're exactly right. Uh, boys, let's jump into a bit of Friday night footy now. Uh, great game. I mean, two great games, I should say. But let's start off with the first one on Friday night. The Sharks against the Titans. Sharks getting it done 36-6. to They're back, the Sharkies. After three losses, they've now had two wins in a row. Craig, the Sharks, are they premiership contenders again? Or are we, are we, are we treading that line? I wouldn't say they're contenders just yet, but they are making the next three weeks very interesting. So, yeah, yeah, which certainly. is good to see, as, as as I'm sure Dale will relate. We we haven't been, you know, we don't get excited at this end of the season. So yeah. usually by what, round five, we're um, looking forward to cricket. But uh, <laughs> it's good to see from an outsider looking in. It's just going to make it interesting to see where they finish in the eight and if they can do yeah. any damage. Yeah, absolutely, Dale. The Titans, mate, another team that had so much potential. But have just wasted it over the year. Yeah, uh, Gold Coast. They they got the X factor in their team, and now the be probably perhaps one of the biggest contracts ever signed with Tino for Osulomala Alvi signed for another ten years, and the extension of David Fafita for another three. They have everything they need, and now uh, they got a great coach joining the club, Desi. Yeah, I'm sure that he'll bring great things. So um, I'm expecting to see them in the top eight next year and a bit of a touch on Cronulla. It's good to see that they can finally, um, you know, beat top eight teams with the Bunnies <laughs> last week. Yeah. But um, it's their first top eight win this year. And when, you make, when you're playing in the finals, mate, you have to beat all of them. Exactly. I uh, just want to say great pronunciation on Tino's uh, surname there. You've been practising. <laughs> I. I just call him Tino because I'm not even going to attempt it. Reese, I was saying uh, number 10. Yeah, yeah, just number 10. <laughs> Reese, I don't know if you got to see this game at all, mate, but uh, Wade Graham obviously announced his retirement, I think it was last week, and looked really good in this game. Uh, for j- Just looks like he's playing now without care because he is coming to an end. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I was, uh, I was at the pub by myself, you know, that's right. Shut you were. You were. <laughs> oh, mate. Virtual um, hugs right back at you, buddy. <laughs> it was such a look. Um, the the shark the sharks effort in this match. Uh, well, it, it seemed like every every second that I put my head down to take another bite of the chicken and go up again, it was like, yeah, they did something else good. Oh, yeah, that's good. No, it's it's good to see, um, especially 
you know, good to see him finally get a <laughs> get the wood over a top eight team. Yeah. Um, I do. Sadly, though, I do feel like it is a little bit too late. Um, to prove yourself at the back end of the season. Yeah, you, we we could could be wrong, but we'll just have to wait and see. You know. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. Who who knows where the Sharks will end up? They're their own worst enemy sometimes. So let's jump into our second Friday night game. It was the Brisbane Broncos against the Parramatta Eels. Uh, pretty clear cut as most of us saw it. Didn't think it was going to be by this sort of margin. 54 to 10 to the Bronx. Uh, Parramatta absolutely shot in this game. Dale, let's start off with you this time, mate. Uh, Parramatta, mate, they are dead and buried now. With Mitchie Moses gone for the season, that'll be it for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd call them pretenders, but they're just not the same as the uh, workhorse that you saw last year. Um, I mean, in Supercoach, like, I don't know if you guys play Fantasy or yeah, Supercoach. Yeah, I, I play both. Yeah, well, I go. the one positive thing you can take from Parramatta is that you can still have deal bags in your side and still get over 100 points when your yeah. team gets thrashed by 50-plus. Yeah. So. Uh, that's about all I can say on a positive note for Parramatta this week. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing too many more positive notes to take from them this for this season, at least. Yeah, look, the scary thing is, uh, I, as you know, I'm a I'm a Chookies man, but we come up against them this week, and I'm actually scared when a team gets put forty on them because they sort of want to bounce back from that. But I'm hoping the Chooks will get it done. But Craig, the Broncos, mate, they are. They're peaking. They're peaking really well. Can they and, do it? Well, the announcement tonight, Payne has to sign for a further signed two years. Three years, so yeah. For the next three years. So that takes away a lot of noise. Geez, they've, they've, they've got, and I don't keep meaning to go back to the poor old Tigers, but there is just a 2005 late semi uh, late season charge about them. Yeah. And Reese Walsh is just reminding me a lot of a much older Brett Hodgson at the time. But yeah, um, there's just something about them. They're yeah. just clicking. I, he, I get excited when I think about it. And back in 2005, there was no Penrith Panthers. Uh, you know, the, the team's tip of winning the grand final in 05 was Saints and Parramatta, and they both got knocked out in the semis. And yeah. it's going to be hard to knock Panthers out. But, yeah, I, I hope Brisbane can maybe be there on grand final day. It'd be good to see. Uh, just touch on Reese Walsh. What what a season he's having. Unfortunately, yeah. he got that suspension for three weeks, which did ruin him out for the Daly M because I think he was a shoe-in for sure. Obviously, I'm giving it to SJ, uh, my pick this year. But, uh, yeah, amazing and quite an attractive bloke. Not as attractive as you, boys, but he's up there. Uh, let's <laughs> jump into our first Saturday game, boys. It was the Rabbitohs against the Dragons. Rabbitohs getting it done 26-14. to 14. Now, Bunnies. Quite disappointing over the past few weeks. I mean, yes, this is a win, but it's the Dragons. And that's no discredit to the Dragons, but it's the Dragons. And the Bunnies, look, they, they should have put a big score on here. Matrell, since he's been back, he's been very quiet. I don't want to talk ill about Matrell. Obviously, they are my arch enemy, being a Roosters fan. But Matrell, very quiet, hasn't scored a try yet since he's been back, which has shocked me. Reese, I don't know if you got to see this game, but What's your take on the bunnies at the moment, mate? Just just uh, surprising, really. Yeah. They've had some yeah. good games throughout the season. And yeah, we've seen we've seen how the dragons have gone. Again, no discredit to them, but they are the dragons. I mean, the a, a bottom team could turn around and knock over a top team 
out of the blue. Yeah. But you know, with, with the 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 um the pattern that we've been seeing, this should have been a more convincing victory. And um yeah, I don't I don't know what uh I don't know what's going on with Latrell. It feels like the mojo has been knocked out of him slightly because he's just not he's not that electrifying player that we all know and uh <laughs> you can admit it or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the scary part about that, though, with Latrell not firing is that he could fire at any moment. And he's a sort of player that he could come out round 27 against the Chooks and just put on an absolute clinic. Bunnies made the eight. You know, like he's that sort of player that can turn a match. So I think it's just a matter of time before he does get that back. But you are right. He has lost some mojo at the moment. Mm. Uh, Craig, wanted to touch a bit on the Dragons. Now, obviously, haven't had the best season. Ben Hunt again scored a try. Is there anything... This man can't do. I mean, he has been the lifeblood of this team throughout 2023. Uh, I'll tell you what he can't do. He can't get a release, Joey. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. He's not true. going anywhere. He's, he's, he's staying in port. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're looking at the next year, really, aren't they? And, yeah. and I think we called it back in February, Joey. We said the first coach to be tapped on the shoulder this year would be Hook. And, hook, yeah. Uh, pardon the he, got hooked. he was hooked. Yeah. He got hooked. Um, and now he's doing a fabulous job on... Fox Sports are very motivational to hear his voice. It's it's charming. I don't know if anyone's had the pleasure of hearing him commentate, but oh, far out. It it's, it's is woeful. Bad. I'm sorry, it's but so it is it is it's so, so bad. bad. I get him off. <laughs> I, I cannot handle it. I love Fox. I hate listening to Channel Nine, but now I watch Fox Sports. And if anybody, oh yeah, you're <laughs> in the ball. Shut up, Hook. It's just. It's so bad. Oh, it's go so look bad. for a coaching gig because I can't handle yeah. it. Dale, the bunnies, mate. Uh, not only did they ruin my pickle bet multi that I had on, uh, I needed Ben Hunt to score, Rabbits one to twelve, and Latrell Mitchell anytime. Missed it by one leg. We just needed Latrell anytime. Not only that, but they've just been very lackluster, mate, the past couple of weeks. Oh, I'd go even before last couple of weeks, mate. Um. As we've mentioned in one of our, our podcasts, I'm pretty sure with this win over the Dragons now, they're 1-4 from the last 13 games or some wow. crazy stat like that. So, um, yeah, they're definitely uh, got bark over bite, I would say, yeah. If, yeah. if that's the expression you want to use, bigger bark over a bigger bite. Yeah, very luck lackluster and just not what everyone was expecting to see from them. And there was all this hype about the troll coming back, and then it's just yeah, not not providing. Not I don't I don't know what else to really say besides that. Yeah, just just hasn't been there, has he? All right, jumping into our second Saturday game. This one is for Dale and Craig, the Tigers over the Warriors. Warriors getting it done thirty to twenty two in Hamilton in New Zealand. Now, weird place to take a Tigers home game. Uh, they are you know Campbelltown Leichhardt, <laughs> so. Bit strange for me that it was in New Zealand, but boys, they were close. Let's start off with you, Craig. Craig, Warriors got the win, but it wasn't as clear cut as many would have predicted. I I predicted the upset. Uh, I just sort of felt back coming off the Raiders, but I yeah. thought it would come close. Um, going back to Hamilton, the Tigers did that, to, you know, as a thank you to the Warriors for uh, being yeah. over here because that's that's the club we are, Joey. That's just yeah. the sort of people involved with our club. That's what we do, and then just be too nice, mate. That's too nice, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, what can you say? Like, it's yeah, I'll I'll hand over to Dale because it's just just breaks my heart every week, (laughs) yeah. And Dale, Dale, just before you start, mate, Dale Laurie, I mean, I can't believe you guys have sent him back to uh 
Panthers, he is on fire at the moment. What, what's he going to do? Play reserve grade at oh, or fourteen? He is on fire at number six for the Tigers. I mean, like, what ch- change is never? People say you know change is never a bad thing when your team continues to lose, yeah. but at the same time, we still manage to find a way to do it even worse, like a way to come up with new stupid ideas. We yeah. we came last last year. We said we couldn't do worse. We managed to do even worse. We've got we've dropped a position on the ladder. Like it's the thing is with the Tigers, we always lose, but we never lose by a big margin. And that's what annoys the fans the most, is we yeah. always leave it to a late. You look at any highlights, the games we lose by a close margin, we always make these late comebacks. We always score, we always make these tries in the last five, ten minutes, and we always leave it to until it's too late. And the fans are over it. We're fed up and yeah. it's, yeah, we've been going through it for over 10 years. So how, how did someone not pick up earlier in the season that Laurie could play six and we might use him for next year? I know. Like, uh, he he wasn't even getting selected for a period no. there. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, we the, know, Joey. We know. The thing, <laughs> the, the thing is... The thing is, I think we tried everyone at six. Like we had staff. Everyone but the five eight. Yeah, yeah. We 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 had staff at Toa there. We uh, had Brooks Wakeham. there. We had Wakeham there. Yeah. It's so it's pretty much we've tried everything we possibly could, and nothing worked. So the coach is just going oh tick 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 cross blah blah blah, and it's still not working. So where do you go from here? Yeah, I mean a a bit of good news for Tigers fans. Aiden Caesar has signed with the Tigers for 2024. Uh, when he was in the in the NRL, I, I did rate him. I thought he was quite a good player. So he is coming over. Of course, I, I announced last week about the signing of Jaden Sullivan as well. So you do have some halves coming. Hopefully, it's enough to get it done. I mean, I wouldn't say they're marquee, but you, no. you do have halves coming that will replace, because both your halves are leaving in Laurie and Brooks, so they will replace that. Reese, let's touch on the Warriors, mate. Can they finish in the top four? Will they have a top four final? Well, honestly, they, they let the Tigers come that close. I mean, the Wires have been excellent all year. I think they've, mm-hmm. they've got to try and push it out a bit better than that. Yeah. 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 With like no, no disrespect to, um, no disrespect to the Tigers, but they've had, they've had a couple of, um, Bad games this season, and it's good to see them pushing, you know, late in the season, a bit of, uh, a bit of glory, a little bit of, um, Bit of fight back. You, you know, put all the heartbreak aside. A, a, a score of twenty-two against Warriors thirty should be should be a good thing to see. Oh, um, Warriors played bad. I just thought the Tigers turned up. To be honest, I thought it was a solid mm-hmm. game. And you watch it and go, "How are they coming last?" <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. All right, boys. The next Saturday game was the Roosters against the Dolphins. Chooks getting it done, thirty to fourteen. Great game here for the Chooks. Now, first half it was eight nil to the Dolphins at about the 30-minute mark before the Chooks finally hit back just before half time to get it 8-6 heading into the break. But the second half was all the Roosters. Dale, let's talk about the elephant in the room, mate, Drew Hutchinson. Uh, I'm not his biggest fan, but, mate, he was a class above in this one. You guys finally have an answer to get into the finals. Who would have thought, who would have thought it would have been Drew Hutchinson? Oh, mate. Blokes been flying under the radar the, this whole time and no one knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Roosters, uh, great solid performance. Where's it been all year? Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know I've, better than anyone, mate. I've I've honestly got no answer, mate. Like as I've said on the pod week in and week out, the 
the roster that we have should be winning the comp. Uh, it shouldn't be sitting 14th, 13th, 12th like that. That's not that's not Roosters footy, and and I don't I don't really know what it's been this year. I've heard a lot of rumours, off field rumours, and stuff like that. But uh, I think they're putting that to bed now. The good thing is, uh, I've said Craig, my theory, he knows all about my theory. But we uh, before the man we win, we needed five games. We had five games to go. We needed to win all five, pretty much, and a few other things to go our way. We beat Manly. We beat the Finns. We're going to beat Para this week. Then we got the Tigers. Sorry, boys. It's probably a win there as well. <laughs> and then we finish round 27, Roosters, Rabbits. If the Rabbits play bad, this could decide who goes into the top eight. Whoever oh. wins that could be in the top eight. And Jared Warrior Hargreaves, 300th game. There's definitely going to be a send-off. There's definitely going to be a fight. We'll win it. We'll finish eighth. <laughs> and then we'll win the premiership from eighth. You heard it here first on yeah. the Rucking Fridge podcast. I reckon if that game goes that way and you're both competing for the eighth spot, I reckon we could be seeing more send-offs or sim bins than we did last year in that final. Yeah. That was <laughs> crazy. Sunday, mate. Simbin Sunday. Uh, yeah. Craig, let's touch on the Dolphins, mate. So much promise at the start of the year, but just dying off now. Yeah, I think they just ran out. Not enough depth. But, um, yeah, it was sad to see because they, they started so well and, and none of us predicted them to do it. No, yeah. no This podcast, really, I don't think, going back and surprised a few. And then it was, we're waiting, we're waiting for the drop. And then, yeah, sadly, it, it come along. But would have been nice to have seen them sneak into the eight. But um, see how they go next year. Uh, I think it was actually you, mate. You had a bit of money on them to win against the Roosters in round one. That's right. I actually watched the Arthur Beetson documentary yeah. that the Channel 9 did, like, you know, a half an hour before the game, a 10-minute piece. <laughs> and apparently in his book back in 2005 or 2006, in his autobiography, he had written that his one-day dream was for the Dolphins to enter the NRL and play the Roosters. Yeah, wow. When I read that, I was like, mate, I've got to put a pineapple on this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you got, you, I think you got up, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One to twelve, and then uh, bastard. What, what, what would you know? I, I lost it the next three weeks over the tie, putting on. The <laughs> field, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm not in front. <laughs> yes, yes, mate. Uh, Reese, are you finally a Roosters fan, mate? That that's a good that's a good performance for you to uh to come over to it to the dark side. Well, I've got I've got some red and some white. I just got to chuck some blue in there. <laughs> uh, it's it's good to see. I mean, I do I do agree. Like, uh, where was it? Yeah, this this performance um, has proved it, and yeah, just just somewhat, uh, just what Craig said. You know, it's it's disappointing to see how the Dolphins ended up. I I was really quite surprised with how they ended up. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think just reset, go again next year. But uh, good win to the Chookies. Yeah, absolutely. Let's jump into some Sunday Footy Boys now. Two massive games, two huge scores. Let's start off with Melbourne against the Raiders. This was the only game this week that I was tossing and turning about. Raiders have a great record uh, against Storm in Melbourne as well. For, won their mm-hmm. last five at Amy Park. So it was very hard to pick, but it wasn't by the end. Melbourne absolutely ran rampant, <laughs> 48-2 to two in this game. Craig, uh, mate. I don't know if you watched the press conference with Ricky oh, this week. All, all 80 but, seconds of it. Oh, yeah. mate. He was not <laughs> impressed. 83 seconds that went for. So <laughs> uh, they were playing for top four. 
Yeah. You know, did, yeah. Did, did I think they were going to get the win? I didn't know. Did I think they were going to get done by the scoreline they did? Absolutely not. No way. That their four and against was already not great. It was already well in the minuses. That didn't help. And how good they picked us up from that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's good for the Roosters because our four and against is not great. But if we can scrape in, we might be able to top them. Dale, Melbourne, you, you can't write them off. They had that big loss to Penrith the week before and then they come out and put on a performance like this. Oh, I was really hoping for a second you were going to ask me about Canberra then. But <laughs> I, 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 uh, Mel- <laughs> Melbourne, um, when you, you mentioned top four before, Raiders, absolute joke. No chance, yeah. don't deserve to be there. Melbourne, yeah. absolutely. And I don't know if you guys, if you saw the highlights, but Pappenhausen in reserve go this week, he looked unreal. Uh, when he comes back, can't take him for granted. He'll be right. back better than ever. He's showing confidence. He's showing that he wants to be there. He's not going to be, you know, a bit frigid like his mm. people were speculating because of his past injuries. And in terms of Canberra, I know I didn't want to use the word before, but I'm going to use it now. Pretenders. Negative, <laughs> negative for and against by quite a large margin, 70, probably even more now. Yeah. What, what, mate? <laughs> They they don't that they're no chance deserve to be in the top four. I don't know if it's an easy draw or what they've had, but all their wins have been tiny and yeah, don't see them progress back to back. Um a li- back, what's the word? Repeat sets. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If they make the top four, they're losing that week, then the next week out again. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah, mate. It's uh, it's it's been a, a tough run of late for the Raiders. They had that massive loss to the Knights a couple of weeks ago, which I really think started it for them. Mm. They, I mean, that game was at home. That was a Jerry Stadium, and they lost that convincingly. And then I think the week after they lost again, didn't they, at home as well? Uh, before this game in Melbourne, so it's it's been a bit. It's been tough for the Raiders. Mm. Reese, Melbourne, just doing Melbourne things. Uh. But you you got to have a laugh, mate. When you see a score like this, you just go, what were the team doing? Well, I'll tell you what. There's there's two things that are certain. There's the footy gods and commentators curse. <laughs> now, I saw a small feature. Uh, I can't remember I saw it on uh, the record that the Raiders have against the Storm. And I thought, mm. just shut up. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. On and on and on and on and on and on. Look what happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. You see it all the time with commentators. It's the same with goal kicking. They always say, they did it to Reynolds the other night. He'd kick 12 in a row and they're like, oh, this will be his 13th. And what did he do? Missed it. Yeah. Like, don't don't say it. Don't say it. But no, you're exactly right, boys. Let's jump into our last game of the round for round 24. It was the Knights against the Doggies. Now, the reverse game of this, boys, 66-0 to the Knights earlier in the year. Uh, not that high, but still a thrashing in this game. 42 to 6. Doggies just didn't turn up. Craig, what what has gone wrong this year for the Dogs? What do you think it's been? New coach who's never coached in the NRL before. Big expectations on him. They locked him in on a five-year deal and monster yeah. money. And uh, I think they're definitely missing a half. Um you know, it was a good feel story with Reynolds coming back, but, you know, he was unable to get through the season, which was no surprise given his age, but he gave it his all. Um, I think they're going to get there. And, and I go back to, you know, everyone mocked Gus for his five-year plan at Penrith. It took a lot longer, but Penrith were the same where the Bulldogs are now. That's where Penrith were, and I have no doubt that they'll probably get up to maybe not 
where Penrith are now, but they'll they'll turn themselves into a top eight team. They've got a couple of buys going next year, and um, I don't know if they can't perform better next year, then I don't know what they do. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got half the Penrith uh, players, so they yeah. should they should be able to follow that plan to a team. Reese, the Knights, mate, have won six in a row heading into this week. They are absolutely on fire. Do you think there is a chance, and this is a slim chance, but is there a chance that Knights could make the top four? Smoky. Smoky. That's that's what I thought, like, um, and I wish Blake was here because I'd, I'd oh, love to love see it. his reaction. It's, yeah, we we haven't seen much of the dogs this year, but look, I, I don't, I, I've said this before, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to beat someone, thrash him, just yeah, smack him. Exactly. And, you know, don't muck around. it's going to, it's, it's going to send a message to everyone else. You know, I've liked what I've seen, you know, I, I'll say it again, Smoky. Beautiful. And Dale, Knights Clinical Doggies shit. Take us through it. Yeah, well, it's just another episode of the Kalen Ponga show, isn't it? It is, uh, mate. <laughs> you picked SJ for Dalian. If Kalen Ponga wasn't out for the extensive amount of time, I would have chosen him based oh, on current he'd form. Close. He'd be close. And um, another player I want to throw out there that's kind of been thrown, flying under the radar in terms of super coach, I suppose. Dane Gagai, and I think yeah. we saw the best of him this week. Um, absolute star performance, and yeah, the dogs just to kind of just touch on their kind of demise. I'll just say biggest thing would be lack of depth. You know, up until recent weeks, Billy Army kick out out for the season. Like um, Craig said, um, no reliable halves pairing, and yeah. yeah, just expecting to see better things from them as time goes on. Hey, just just about, oh, sorry, uh, yeah. Go. Uh, Ponga's, Ponga's form. If Origin was next week, who would you pick in the number one jersey with Queen's oh, baseball? Oh, oh, that's a that's a great question. I can you pick them both? Can you pick Ponga at fourteen? You have to. You have to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you have to. I mean, I mean, you could like my head's telling me why change a winning team since they won yeah. the series, you keep it. Yeah. But at the same time, Ponga could arguably be one of the best players in the comp right now. Sure. So it's, you, you have to fit him in somewhere. Yeah. And we, we, uh, we upset Craig last week and we, we mentioned about why did they even think of putting Ponga at five, eight? I mean, oh. how stupid could you be? He, since he's moved back to fullback, look how good he's been. I don't know yeah. why they changed the winning formula at all. And like I said last week, they did it a few years ago under Nathan Brown, and they yeah. had a shocking half season. Oh, yeah. I think, I think they were trying to justify the fact that they got rid of one of their best forwards, signed Lockie Miller in a transfer, uh, a swap, and yeah. they had to say, "Oh, we can't let it go to waste," you know. So let's yeah, suck and yeah, exactly. You got to feel bad for Lockie Miller. He did nothing wrong all year. It's just, no. it's just the way it turned out. That's it. All right, just to finish off round 24, just want to say what an angry little man Reed Marty is. Um, oh. Just seems that like every game, he's just getting angrier and angrier. He, he was he was at the ref this whole he's, time. He's, I mean, he's, he's regretting time. life decisions, I reckon. He, he is. He's like, why the fuck did I leave Parramatta? Well, that's it for round 24, boys. Let's jump into our round 24 tips. This is going to be great. Uh, last week, Reese, we're going to have to film this sometime, but Reese, I mean, he said he he uh he didn't he didn't agree to this, but 
Reese was our lowest tipper last week, so we're still going to film him drinking a spam milkshake uh, when when we get around to it. But the punishment from Doug, Doug got eight from eight last week, and he said that whoever loses this week would have to do a teaspoon of Carolina Reaper hot sauce, his homemade hot sauce. And boys, trust me, it is hot. So let's go for our tips. Craig, how many did you land? Joe, I'm just going to triple check after that um, announcement. <laughs> uh, I, I think I got six, but I will double check for you. Don't worry, Reese is on. I don't think you've got any. Uh, you've got any worry, Craig. So it should be should be all right. I don't. I don't think Reese tipped again. Reese, how many did you get? I didn't, I didn't tip at all. <laughs> <laughs> Does it tell you how many you got? If, no? You should get all the away if, teams. If I'm honest, I'd rather the hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, you know, it might be nice. Dale, in your own tipping comp, how many did you bag? Yeah, we actually don't have a tipping comp, but oh, mate, you got to get on it. <laughs> In hindsight, looking at the games, I would like to say, you know, I would have picked that. I would have got them all right. But yep. looking at it, um, I would say maybe six or so I would have got. Captain Fantastic over here. I had a perfect round. Eight from eight, boys. <laughs> nice. uh, what what a week it was. So I will not be having hot sauce. Uh, and I got six. Two six. teams let you down. Guess who? Tigers and Raiders. Yes. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> it's the same two teams every week for you, mate. Yeah. But that's it for our round twenty-four tips. We'll uh, we'll get that up soon with Reese having some Carolina Reaper hot sauce. Reese, just remember to tip, mate. Thursday nights, you got three rounds to go. You should be right, buddy. Uh, I mean, I, I know you've been consistent, but let's let's change it up. Jeez, I'm having so many brain farts today. I wish there was something that could help me focus and give me the energy I need. Ever thought like that? Well, now, with Savvy Beverages, your brain will get all the desired energy it needs. With a variety of flavors, including mixed berry, lemon lime, and passion fruit, Savvy has you covered through their Brain Boost drinks. Follow Savvy Beverages on Facebook and Instagram, or go to SavvyBeverages.com.au and check out the Ruck Infringement Podcast for a link to get you 20% off. Savvy, putting the boost back into your brain. All right, let's jump into our round 24 <laughs> Dynamos and Dunks, a player we thought was great, a player that wasn't so great. Craig, let's start off with you, mate. Who was your dynamo and dunk for round 24? Uh, oh, I can't go past Palmer at the moment. Yeah. My dynamo is just playing strong. Uh, my done is uh, Jack Whiten. I just mm. felt that the, you know, the big swan song, you know, let's let's see Jack out here a winner. Uh, that's certainly died off a little bit. And is he a little I, bit towards the bunnies, you reckon? I don't know. I think just looking forward to the end of the season, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just, but it's not a one off. Like you said, it started at the Knights and his performances are just getting a little bit lower and lower each week. And that was pretty low on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dale, Dynamo and Dung for round 24, mate. Oh, um, I can't go past uh, Reese Walsh as my Dynamo. He's yeah. everywhere. He's just, he's electric. He can't step a foot wrong. He just he lightens up the game. He creates something from nothing. He just controls everything. Um, I done. Oh, I would have to just judge it from a super coach perspective. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, even though even though he got injured, I can't stand him. Uh, I'm going to say Mitchell Moses. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, people on super coach that have him. Luckily, I traded him out just in time. He scored. <laughs> he scored seven points. So that would have lost anyone that had him. There's your finals gone. Couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, I'm just going to say him from a super coach standpoint and judging on if you're not super coach or what, I'll just say Latrell Mitchell just based on how he's not living to the hype of what everyone's been expecting. Yeah, I mean, you could really say Mitchell Moses as well because for for where Parramatta were last year, they were great finalists and it, it's up to the halfback. Your halfback is your main player, so he should really be stepping up and I feel like the past few weeks he hasn't prior to the injury. Uh, Dylan Brown is back and actually really was impressive for me this week, which was great to see uh, coming back from that. But my Dynamo boys, I never thought I would say this in my life, Drew Hutchinson. Round 24 Dynamo, two tries, absolutely electric for the Chooks. Isn't it funny when you play a player in their actual position, how well they do? Uh, it's What what a <laughs> shock. What a shock. They didn't play him at 14. They didn't play him at three. They played him at seven. He's a halfback, and he got the job done, and he did it well. Uh, kicking game needed a bit of work in the first half, but second half, he was all class. My dung, boys, I'm going a team. I, I can't go an individual player, but the team for me, the Raiders. It just this yeah. week, it just was not good for Canberra. And I think, like Dale said, you know, they don't really deserve to be there. When you're in a position where you're fifth or sixth and you're looking for a top four berth, you need to be playing out of your skin. You want you want to finish, you want to finish with that home final. You want to get a home final coming in there. It's such a big advantage having a home final, and they were not good at all. So it's the Raiders for me as a collective. Boys, let's jump into it. He's been doing it all game, sir. Our suspension segment. Just give me a sec. I actually took a photo of it this week. You'll be proud of me. All right, let's have a look. We had uh, Damien Cook from the Bunnies. $750 to $1,000 fine. He had a grade one grade one dangerous throw. Lachlan Ilias from the Bunnies as well. Grade one dangerous contact with tripping. He's looking at $1,000 to $1,500 fine. Alex Safar from your West Tigers, boys. Grade one careless high tackle. Just looking at $750 to $1,000 fine. Dallin with Tenny Zelezniak, the magic mullet. We absolutely love him. But he looked at grade one dangerous contact, $1,000 to $1,500 fine. Ray Stone from the Dolphins. Careless high tackle, grade one. $3,000 fine. Looking at two matches there as well. Ray Stone. David Fafida, grade one shoulder charge. Looking at two matches and also a $3,000 fine. Wiramu Greg from the Eels. He had a grade one dangerous contact, $1,000 to $1,500 fine. And Dean Madison from the Seagulls. Grade one, careless high tackle, $1,500 fine. Let's jump into our call a medic segment, boys. It obviously was not a massive week in injuries. I'd say the biggest one, obviously, Mitch Moses. And as we've found out recently, he will now be out. But let's start off with Jackson Hastings from the Knights. I feel for Hastings had the same sort of injury last year. I mean, it was a broken leg, I think, last year. But uh, syndesmosis, they're saying could be back finals week one. Uh, but if it is confirmed, you will likely miss up to four weeks. So that would be your finals week one there. But who knows? Cinder's Moses can sometimes be a bit longer there. Mitchie Moses, fractured cheekbone. Expected to undergo surgery on his cheekbone. It would be a six-week recovery period and possibly season over. I mean, who knows how Parramatta will go heading into finals. Jerry Marshall King has got a shoulder injury. He's re-aggravated that AC joint injury. He's been ruled out for the rest of the year, boys. So good if you got Harrison Graham in your fantasy or super coach, which I do in fantasy. Uh, not that you need your cheapies now, but I've got him anyway. He makes up a number for me, so he'll start at nine. Wade Egan, throat injury. He's been named this week. 
to back up. So interesting man for Egan. Uh, it should be straight back in. Jed Cartwright from the Rabbitohs, back injury. To be confirmed, he had back spasms in the warm-up. Rabbitohs ruled him out. Sean Johnson with the quad, uh, carrying a minor quad injury that is preventing him from goal-kicking, but apparently he'll resume kicking when it settles. Hopefully he's back this week because he's in fantasy and super coach and I need him. Kieran Foran was a big one. Sternum injury. He is also carrying a toe injury that requires surgery. Hasn't been named this week, so... Don't know the extent of Foran's injury. Don't know when he will be back. But that is it for our call and medic segment. Boys, let's jump into the live ladder heading into round 25. And we don't really have much change at the top. Panthers and Broncos both on 38 points. It's really going to come down to their for and against. Broncos only about 60-odd points off the Panthers now. So they need to get another 54-10 to 10 win would help them immensely if they can get that again. Warriors in 34, Storm 32. They That's the top four there. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth is the Sharks, Raiders, Knights, and Rabbitohs. 30 points for the Sharks and Raiders. Knights, 29, and Rabbitohs, 28. Cowboys also on 28 at ninth there. Eels, Roosters on 26. Seagulls, 25th. Titans, 13th on 22. Dolphins, 14th on 22. And the Dogs, 15th on 20. The Dragons, 16th on 16 points. And the West Tigers, boys, 12 points. So they now sit two... Two wins behind the Dragons if the Dragons don't win. So you sort of need to win your last few to uh, get out of the wooden spoon spot to give it to the Dragons, which we all predicted at the start of the year. So please can do it so that the Dragons can get the spoon. <laughs> we, would, we, we would really appreciate it. Uh, but that is it for the live ladder heading into round 25. You know, boys, it doesn't get much better than watching sport on a Sunday Arvo. However, sometimes you need a snack. And now, with Gibson's Country Style Jerky, your snack needs are complete. With a wide variety of flavours, including teriyaki, honey soy garlic, mild chilli and pepper steak, Gibson's has all your jerky needs covered. Get your jerky at gibsoncountrystylejerky.com or follow Gibson's Country Style Jerky on Facebook and Instagram. And now, if you use the code PODCAST, you'll get 10% off. Gibson's Country Style Jerky, for the snackaholic in you. And let's jump into a bit of wild fantasies now. This is more for Dale and myself. Uh, we both play uh, Supercodes and I play NRL Fantasy as well, but... Boys, I lost the grand final. I lost the grand final in NRL Fantasy, head-to-head. Too many injuries. I had no trades left. Too many injuries. Uh, I mean, it's the story of everyone's season. I do this every year. I get to a stage where I go, I'm going to save trades this year. I'm going to save trades. And I don't save trades. I don't right. save trades. I, I get trade I get trade horny. I get really trade horny. And I just want to trade. I just want to get the best players in. Didn't work this week. Lost one of my head-to-heads. I am in two comps in fantasy, so I do have another head-to-head uh, this week where I'm playing the preliminary finals. So, obviously, didn't bring anyone in because I have none, but had to drop Payne Haas out into my emergency because he does have the bye, but I've got uh, Maxi King to start there. So, we'll see how we go. Hopefully, we get a win. Supercoach, I got the win, boys. I won. I'm into the grand final. I get a week off. Thank goodness. Dale, how'd you go on Supercoach, mate? Yeah, I got knocked out this week, unfortunately. Ah. Uh, yeah, me and the um, – there's two of the five remaining Tiger Shark boys left in our comp. We have a 12-man comp. Yeah. So we're kind of, kind of relying on them to, you know, pull, pull us through. But yeah. uh, I, I thought I had a great team, made some good trades, and the person <laughs> I was versing just – it's – it's crazy, you know. Uh, you're looking mm-hmm. at his team. He was projected the lowest, and you thought there's no way. And then just was one of those weeks where it just super coach happened. 
That's right. That's right. Can I say I'm shocked? I've seen a lot of, I'm in a lot of like fantasy and super coach groups, and a lot of people had Drew Hutchinson in their team. And I'm like, where, where did this come from? I mean, like he wasn't even a prospect for me in my fantasy team at all. Uh, was that people brought him in this week or just percentage uh, owned? A lot of people had him percentage owned. A lot of people had him in their team already. Some uh, did bring him in, but I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, I, I guess if you're looking for a number, but no one, no one would have expected that he would have made 102 in fantasy and then whatever it was in Supercoach, no one would have expected uh, that at all. But that's it for Wild Fantasies, boys. No set restart this week uh, as Doug is not with us, so we'll skip over that. Let's jump into Splash the Cash, our Pickle Bet segment. Now, big games this week, boys, and I've got a really good one for us. We're, we're trying to get a win here because I have had a shocking year with our Splash the Cash segment. We're looking to start it right here. Three weeks to go. <laughs> uh, let's jump into round 25. I'm looking at the Warriors and Seagulls game on Friday night, 6 p.m. game. Now, I'm going to go two try scorers. Charles Nickel-Kodstadt is back, so I'm going to take him anytime, and I'm going to take Ruben Garrick anytime, the two fullbacks there. I'm going to take Warriors 13+. plus. Do not have a price limit for that yet, but once I have the price and I've put all that through, I will throw that in my bet sweep, get it up on our socials. But think, is this a bet you really want to place? For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or go to gamblinghelponline.org.au. And that is Pickle Bet Splash the Cash. All right, boys, let's jump into our talking points for this week. Now, Craig, this is something I want to chat with you about. You'll be really happy. Players Association finally have grown up and they've come to an agreement with the NRL. Uh, is it the last we hear of it, mate? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll just get on with business as usual, thankfully, and get on with the footies in time for the semifinals. But I won't start on it. But yeah, just glad it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, came to the agreement, which is very good. But let's jump into our second one. We we spoke on the Raiders decline before, uh, Dale, but that press conference. I mean. For, for a coach, for a coach to come out and have to say how embarrassing his team was, I mean, uh, that's tough. Like this is Ricky Stewart. We know Ricky is he speaks from the heart and wears his heart on his sleeve, as we've seen. He gets fined mainly most weeks in press conferences, but I think he was on the money, mate. I think I think what he said about the Raiders was exactly true, and I think you touched on it before. But do you think that the Raiders could potentially drop out of the eight the way they're playing? Oh, I mean, absolutely. I would, I would, based on performance, I would have them. If if this was my first time watching them over the last couple of weeks, I would assume they wouldn't be in the eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I haven't really taken much of a look into what their remaining draw looks like, but based mm. on current form, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's it for our Talking Points segment this week. Blokes Walk and Talk. They are about encouraging blokes to get out walking and talking with others across Australia and supporting females who may have someone in their life struggling. From hosting walks to keynote speaking at businesses or schools is where you'll find Craig from BW&T. Follow BW&T on Facebook and start the conversation with your mates today. Let's jump into our round 25 preview. Let's quickly <laughs> go through, give our tips for who's going to win this round. And then we'll throw it over to Reese. All right, Thursday night is going to be the Cowboys against the Sharks up at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Now, boys, this is going to be a classic match. A lot harder to tip this week than last week. Um, Craig, who are we going, Cowboys or Sharks? 
Cowboys with no real confidence, but I mean, I'm still off them after their performance against Brisbane up there, you know, a couple of weeks back. Yeah. But I'll, I'll go Cowboys. Fresh off the bye, so that may help them. Mm. Uh, but the Sharks looking good the past two weeks. Dale, who you got in this game? Well, it's a tough one. I'm going to go Cowboys. Um, yeah. They're going into this game with really, uh, really going to be a lot more hungrier than the Sharks, I think. And uh, the Jeremiah Nanai, uh, he's listed to come back in. I'm not sure if he's going to be listed to start on the day. He's yeah. uh, still, yeah, he he is listed to start. So up there in Townsville, I think we're going to see the best of them this week. Yeah, give me a huge game, Reese. Who you got? Well, I've got the cows because, yeah, as you said, fresh off the bye, and there's a lot to play for, the, judging by the, the the positioning of the ladder. There's a lot of teams there that are going to be looking to push. So, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to give them a bit of a, not not a huge touch up. It's it's going to be a short one, small one. Yeah, I think if Cowboys win this, they get into the eight. Uh, I think they'll be very hungry. I'm actually taking the Sharks, boys. I'm going to take the Sharks for another win here, three in a row for them. I know it's against a former top eight team. I wouldn't say they're top eight at the moment. They are ninth. But I'm going to back the Sharks in a tight one. I'm going to say Sharks by about two. Let's jump into our first Friday night game. It's the Warriors against the Seagulls. Up there, Daniel Anderson Stadium in Auckland. So great name for that stadium. Now, hard to go past the Warriors at home. Dale, who you got? Yeah, can't go past the Wars, mate. Sean Johnson. Yeah. Going to tear him up. Yeah, I think so. Reese, who you got? Wise done. Easy. Craig? Warriors, bro. We're all on the same <laughs> on the same train, uh, Cuzzy. It's the Warriors for me to beat Manly quite convincingly, 13 plus, as I said before. Second Friday night game, boys, absolute classic there at Combank Stadium. Eels against the mighty, mighty Roosters, 10th versus 11th. Both of these teams need to win. The Roosters need to keep winning. Eels want to bounce back after their terrible performance against Brisbane last week. Reese, who are you on? I'm on the Chookies for this one. Beautiful, Purely mate. Because I don't think the I don't think the River Slugs deserve it. <laughs> yeah, the you Slugs know, aren't I, looking I've too been, good. I've been very I've been very disappointed with the way they've played this year after their appearance in the Grand Final. You know, just back it up. <laughs> You're not, not going to back <laughs> yeah. it up. Get yeah. out. Yeah, just back it up. Come on, uh, Craig. Who you got? <laughs> oh, I think the Roosters, mate, and I think that'll be the end of Parramatta, and then it'll be. You know, the Cowboys, Roosters trying to fight out in that eight. And I'm looking at it now going, what team's come out? <laughs> yeah, um, Raiders. In a few weeks, yeah. Uh, Dale, who you got? Uh, the fact the fact that Mitchell Moses is out is the only thing really leading me towards the Chooks taking the W. Uh, yeah. Both teams are going to come out and give it their best, fight yeah. for the eight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that... Uh... I think the Roosters will be hungry. They they want to keep winning. They want to get into finals. Uh, it's chooks for me, obviously. Uh, you know, I, I would say a bit close, but I'm going to say Roosters by about 20. Uh, let's jump into our first Saturday game, boys. It's the Tigers against the Dolphins. Classic game there at Combank Stadium. Craig, who are we on? Tigers, mate. It has to be. It just has, has to, to be. Has to, be. has to be. I love it. Dale, you're on the Tigers as well? Uh, we're just going to have – this is just going to be another game we find a way to fuck it up. Um, it's it's always the way. We always lose the games we should win, and then we just pull out a miracle win against a top team once a year, miraculously. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go the Dolphins. I, it's, I, I, know, I know better than to trust my gut. 
I mean, I know better to go against than to go against my gut. I like it. Reese, who you got? Well, I was on the tigers, but I <laughs> 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 changed my tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I don't I don't know. I just uh, I think the fins have dropped off enough for them to get <laughs> it won't be much. <laughs> so who do you take yeah, the tigers? Yeah, the tigers. I love it. Well, boys, you're gonna be shocked, but I'm on the tigers too. I I I think this is a game they can get. I think this is definitely one. If we're looking at their games recently, I reckon this is one they can get. Dolphins, a few outs as well. Obviously, Ray Stone out, uh, as I said before, Jeremy Marshall King. Felice Cafusi does have a little knock as well. He's been named, but he could be a late exclusion as well. Kenny Bromwich <clears> is also out. So, few few changes there for the Dolphins. I'm back in the Tigers, boys. Tigers by a try, Tigers by four. Let's jump into our second Sunday game. It's the Gold Coast Titans against the Penny Panthers. Seabus Super Stadium. Now, look, let's just make this easy. Is anybody on the Titans? No. Well, Joey, I think if you look back at... Nah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 I like it. I like it. So, so, so we're all, we're all, we're all hanging for this one. That was great. That was, that was uh, the highlight of my night. Titans. What do you think about it? <laughs> but let's 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 think about it this way. Now. Titans at nine dollars thirty. I mean, oh. throw a cheeky tenner on that, boys. That's ninety bucks right there if they happen to get up. Uh, Penrith have won seven in a row, and we know Penrith can do that. But when teams get to that seven eight game in a row. There could be an upset. Yeah, they're closer to a loss so than they are. I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm tipping Penrith. So it's going to be Penrith by 13 <laughs> for me. Uh, I think we're all in agreement. So let's just move on to our next Saturday game. It's the Dragons against the Melbourne Storm. The Dragons are only $5.10 compared to the Titans who are $9.30. So uh, Dragons against Storm here in Wind Stadium in Wollongong. Dale, who you got? Oh, the storm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't I think the less said the better about this one. I'm just for sure. Yeah, it's just all there, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. Reese, who you on? Yeah, it's gotta be the storm. I'm I'm thinking fifty six to six. <laughs> wow, he's even given us a massive score. And Craig, can the dragons breathe some fire in these last few games? No. No, the storm. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne for me too. I think we'll see a thunderstorm rather than fire there. Uh, let's jump into our first Sunday game. It's the Newcastle Knights against the Rabbitohs. Good match, boys. Great match this like one. Yeah. The Knights are looking for seven in a row. The Rabbitohs are looking to just find some form. Craig, who we got? Mate, I'm going to go Knights, but I tell yeah. you, my gut's telling me South. Latrell Mitchell would come out and fire. He's just got that about him, doesn't he? Uh, he could just click. You know, I've, I've just heard it out loud. I'm going to change to South. Like, I was going to go Knights, but I'm going to change to South. <laughs> Beautiful. I think I'll do it. I, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad we could help, mate. Reese, who you got? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I thought the Knights, I'm going to stick with the Knights. They've been impressing me. Yep, I love it. And Dale? I mean, does anyone have a coin that I can flip? Uh, oh, this like that. This this Such one, a close one. This is a tough one. This is this is going to be match of the round for me. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm just going to go based on current performance. I'm in that reasoning. I'm going to say Newcastle. Yep, love it. I'm taking South Sydney. I think they bounce back. I think, uh, as Craig said, I, I'm expecting Latrell to have a big game. Jump on him for an anytime try scorer. Yeah. Don't do that because he hasn't scored for three weeks. But this is the moment. This is his moment. This game, uh, him against Ponga, what a matchup. 
the trail against Caelan Ponga. It's going to be massive there. Jump on South Sydney. Never thought I'd say that because they are the arch enemy, but go the Bunnies. And let's jump into our last Sunday game for round 25. It's the Raiders against the Doggies. Jo Stadium. Craig, Craig, they need the win. Can the Raiders oh, get it done? Mate, Raiders will definitely win. I was just having a look then when we were chatting, fellas, and I can't see the Raiders falling out of the eight. Only for the fact that they're on 30 points now and they'll bet the dogs go to 32 <laughs> and then they've got the Sharks. I mean, they've got Brisbane and Sharks. Oh, yeah. Jesus, say that. Maybe they will. If Roosters, oh, if Roosters, win, if Roosters win their last three, we'll be on 32 as well. Yeah, right. Well, interesting <laughs> few weeks. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the Raiders will get the two points this week. That's for sure. Yeah, I think so. Dale, who you got? Yeah, as much as I hate... Uh, as much as I hate to say it, I have to agree. Up at G- uh, down at GIO, can't see him losing it. Uh, I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and Reese, who are you on? Yeah, I'm on the Raiders for this one. Oh, tough game, boys. I'm going Canberra by about 16. Is it for round 25? Uh, so we had we're going to do call Craig <clears throat> right now. We had a viewer question this week. I did save it here. Let me just get it, boys. Just go back. And you'll never, you'll be shocked about who it's from. It's from our good mate James again, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's always he's always got a question for us on the pod. Here it is. Okay, question for this week, and this is a shock. I mean, it's it's a it's a Roosters question, but I'll let you try and answer it. Is Hutchinson the answer for the Roosters if they were to invest in him as a full time halfback, and can he be the organising halfback that they need? Too early to tell, and maybe I mean good, good, good game. So he definitely gets the opportunity this week, but he's got a few weeks to to really stamp his his name on that team. He does if sneak into that top eight. Then absolutely, he's been he's been around there, Hutch. He's uh, yeah. Robbo's called him our mix our Mister Fixit. He's sort of that Mitch Orbison role. I don't see him as versatile as Orbo was. I think Orbo was an absolute legend of the game, uh, played over 300 games and what he did for the Roosters. But if he can if he can hold that role, I mean, look, he was he was incredible at halfback this week and yeah. and that was amazing. But that was our one view question. Thank you, James. Don't forget you can send the questions in when the post does drop on our socials, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. <clears throat> and check out speakpipe.com. You can send in a voice question to the Ruck Infringement Podcast as well. All right, we're going to hand it over to Reese for Reese's Pieces. You know, lads, when I watch the footy, I always feel quite peckish and need something to eat. Do I go savoury or something a little sweeter? Fudge Life has all your sweet needs covered. With a variety of fudge flavours, including chocolate swirl, caramel and birthday cake, Fudge Life brings the sweetness of fudge and the richness of chocolate straight to your mouth. And now, if you use the code RUCK10, you'll get 10% off your purchase. Find Fudge Life on Facebook or Instagram or go to fudgelife.com.au. Fudge Life, bringing sweetness to your next meal. All right, boys. Well, we'll keep it brief this week because I'm missing my better half. Um, wish you were here, Boxy. Love you forever. Um, an excellent round of football. Boys, we're heading into the pointy end of the season for the AFL. There is a lot of close points in between the lower half of the top eight. So there's a lot of teams there that are starting to, depending on who you support, need to start losing or need to start winning to be able to shape the final makeup of the top eight. So we'll go back to the Collingwood and Geelong match. 
Collingwood getting it done, sticking at the top of the ladder, 109 to 101. Belter of a game. Could have gone anywhere. Geelong looked like looking like they were pushing. Collingwood, too good in the end. Then we head over to North Melbourne, Essendon. Not much to tell there. Essendon getting it done, 86 to 77. And my Swans, Joey, I think we, we discussed this. Sydney yes, getting mate. it done, 114 to 90. Wasn't... Mm-hmm. Wasn't at all convincing to start with, you know. Sydney have been pushing, pushing, and pushing to make it back into the top eight. I think they're on five or six on the trot. They, well, they've, they've been looking good, but the yeah. um, the Gold Gold Coast have just been. They've just had this ability to get the wood over them, and they've been very good against Sydney at the SCG. Ultimately, getting it done there, so it's good to see. Brisbane and Adelaide, the next match in a heart stopper, 99 to 93 going Brisbane's way. Brisbane are in an excellent position, solidifying the top two position. Uh, so it's matchup against Collingwood and Brisbane, Port Adelaide Ooh. and Melbourne. The holy, the holy four way. <laughs> I was going to say Trinity. The holy four way. The holy, the holy four way. <laughs> that looks like this right now. <laughs> We've got some really good footy ahead of us, though, boys. So Carlton up against Melbourne. Carlton is the unlikely success story of this year. Mm. Getting it done over Melbourne, 62-56. What a fantastic match. An excellent game of football. I saw as much of this as I could. And I thought for sure Melbourne were going to run away with it. But Carlton just fought and fought and fought and showed a spirit like I haven't seen them show before. Boys, Carlton have not appeared in a final series since 2013. Wow. And they got there on a technicality. You know, a couple of teams lost, pushed them, just managed to push them up there. And they didn't do too bad. They won an elimination final, went to the semis, but uh, fell short, sadly. Then we move on to the West Coast and Fremantle match in an absolute belting. Fremantle getting it done 134 to 33. Wow, that's absolute, huge. an absolute smacking West Coast. Just West Coast, get your shit sorted. Yeah, you know, just just get your shit sorted. It's it's getting it's it's just becoming sad at this point. I know you don't have a list, but just work with that list. Like seriously, you, know, you guys are playing professional football. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to be boxy as well as me. I was gonna so, say you're trying to you're yeah. trying to rant, mate. Boxy does it the best. <laughs> and then we move on to Hawthorne against Boxy's Bulldogs. Hawthorne getting it done sixty seven to sixty four. Actually helps my case. I need the dogs to lose for Sydney to stick around in the sixth position. And then ultimately it fell apart with St Kilda beating Richmond ninety three to fifty seven. Oh, and um Knocking Sydney down to seventh place, but you know, we'll keep going. And the final match of the round, Port Adelaide showing their class once again, getting it done 136 to a GWS 85, who have been looking to push for a top eight berth. They're better than that. But yeah. Port Adelaide are even better than better than that. Excellent round of AFL. Wish Boxy was here because there's plenty to talk about, but we'll hand it back over to you, Joey. That's Reese's Pieces. Thank you, mate. Before you go, I bagged uh, seven from nine in my AFL tipping comp this week. So oh, still still on fire, yeah. mate. Absolutely on fire in my AFL tipping comp. Know nothing about the game, but thank you, Reese, for Reese's Pieces. All right, before we finish up, we're just going to do our Team of the Year nominations. Obviously, last week we did our 
fullback of the year for the Ruck Infringement Team of the Year. We came to the consensus, Reese Walsh is our fullback of the year. Uh, he had the most votes between us. But boys, this week we're going to do wingers and centres. We'll just throw a couple of nominees out there and we'll collectively decide on who our wingers and our centres are going to be. Uh, Craig, is there a winger or a centre you want to nominate? Oh, a winger, I just can't go past the fact that he scores every week and that's Alex Johnson to see us. Yeah. Just consistent. There's nothing electric about him. He just keeps scoring tries. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he is, uh, what, what did I see the other day? He's five or four tries five. away from uh, from Billy Slater. Billy Slater, yeah. He is not far off at all. Great shout. Uh, any centres? Uh, centres. You've got me there. Been a few good ones this year. We look at Penrith, maybe Stephen Crichton. Crichton's, Crichton's been good. Um, Staggs has, has been really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably lead towards him at the moment. Yeah. I am uh, I want to throw one out there before Dale gets a chance, but I'm going to say Dane Gagai. I actually think Gagai's been really good for Newcastle. I beat him to it. I knew he was going to nominate that percentile. <laughs> but Gagai's been really good. Uh, as Dale said before, even from a super coaching fantasy point of view, Gagai has, in fantasy, he scored another 77 this week, and he's been getting massive scores. I don't have him. But, Dale, throw over to you, mate. Who are your winger and centre nominations? Yeah, so I'm going to nominate Greg Marju as my yeah, winger. Nice, very nice. Um, just whenever you see him, he's just busting through tackles, um, good attacking base stats, uh, heaps of tackle evades, and then, you know, he's lucky enough to get a try, try assist every now and every other game. So, yeah. I'm going to nominate him. And I was going to say Dane Gogai as my center, <laughs> but since you took him, I'm going to say uh, Critter, Stephen Crichton. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. Um, yeah, just the way that um, Penrith attacked that, um, used that left side, mm. he's been phenomenal. Um, you can always rely on him for a good intercept runaway try. We'll give yep. you a lot of – that's a huge, huge point in Supercoach. You get the line break, you get the try as well. So you can you can rely on him on his day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, I'm going to go a little bit left field. Obviously, I mentioned Gagai's centre, but we've also got Campbell Graham in there as a nomination. Stretch has been really good this year for the Bunnies. Uh, still scoring every week pretty much for them. Having a great season. But for wingers, we forgot what Teddy Zalesniak was. Uh, what Dallin has done this year, yeah, yeah, he fair. has transformed his game. Yeah, I mean, I- I've never seen this from Dallin. He, at the Dogs, you know, he... I'm not going to say he was a bad player. I don't want to speak ill of players, but he wasn't what he is this year. And this year, he's been incredible. Some of those positions he gets into, but he is just able to get in the best positions possible when he scores those tries. And he'll be my nomination for winger of the year. If we're looking at two wingers, I'd probably throw Matenis Lesniak in there. I really like the Marju sh- um, shout from the Knights. I mean, it's so hard because Johnson's been good too, but I actually really like Jermaine Azakia this year, boys. Top point scorer. I thought he's been scoring a yep. lot of tries for the Dolphins. He could be one that's a bit of left field as well. We might even throw it out on our socials. Let the fans decide on who the wingers and centers should be for the Ruck Infringement Team of the Year this year. Uh, but yeah, there are a couple of centers, a couple of wingers from us. And that is it for our team nominations for this week. Next week, we're going to do the halves, boys. Five-eighths and halfbacks for the year. I think I know who we're all going for anyway, but we'll leave that 
Anyway, that is all we have time for tonight on the Ruck Infringement Podcast. I'd like to thank all our sponsors, Gibson's Country Style Jerky, Fudge Wife, Blokes Walk and Talk, Grounded Drops, Savvy Beverages, and Pickle Bet for their support. We thank you very much for all the support you give us over the course of this year and per episode. I'd like to thank our guests tonight in Reese Craig and, of course, Dale from the Tiger Shark Podcast. Thank you so much for jumping on, boys. We will throw this up on our socials as well, and we will tag the Tiger Shark Podcast. Don't forget to check them out. You're on Spotify. Are you on Apple Podcasts as well? Uh, no, just on Spotify at the moment, Spotify. but um, hopefully get expanding soon. Beautiful. So have a listen to them on Spotify. Some great chat. And if you need help with your super coach team, get onto it. We're a bit late now, but maybe for 2024. Uh, I'd like to also thank you, the listener. You are what makes this podcast what it is. We thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to just plug our merch one more time. Don't forget you can visit rugbyleaguemerch.com where you can find the Ruck Infringement Podcast, hoodies, shirts, stubby holders, mugs, beanies, and hats. 10% of all proceeds go to the Family of League Foundation. That's rugbyleaguemerch.com. Don't forget you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget to tune in on a Sunday afternoon when Craig and I do Two Blokes, A Beer, and a Podcast. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're up to our third episode this weekend. Having heaps of fun there. It is up on YouTube as well. So visit the Ruck Infringement Podcast on YouTube where you'll find a playlist series called Two Blokes, A Beer, and a Podcast. And we will be making our social media account for that soon as well just to make it a bit easier to navigate for everyone. Well, that is it. That's Reese. He's Dale. That's Craig. I'm Joey. Remember... Stay puffed.